Hello, you're listening to Bricks and Mortar from EG with Sarah Jackman. On today's podcast, I'm joined by Kerry Cox, Asset Manager for Logical's UK team since April 21. She joins me today for a look at her career to date, how she's progressed in the industry and her route to qualification. Kerry, thank you so much for joining me today. It's a pleasure to speak. You started your working life in 2010, knowing very little about real estate and surveying as a profession. Tell me a little bit about those early years and your first steps towards a career in the built environment. Yeah, so I started in 2010. I was 17 and I started working for DHL in one of their call centres organising same day couriers. So, yeah, I knew very little, as you said, about the built environment. And it was mainly just administrative roles that I was looking at. I then moved on to a couple of other admin roles. And then it wasn't until around 2014 that I joined Into Properties, who obviously managed shopping centres. I was a property management assistant and it was there that I got my first look at really what surveyors did and what kind of um, things they looked after and how they managed the estate. And what, what were those first impressions when, when you, you got into Into and, and you could see the possibilities? Well, really, I was a bit when they discussed kind of that they managed the leases and new tenants and when tenants would leave. It always struck me as a bit strange being someone going into shopping centres. You kind of think that the shops are there forever and that there is not much really to do in terms of managing tenants. And yeah, so I thought it was really, really interesting at first, especially seeing the vast amounts of work that went into renewals and rent reviews, keeping tenants in, managing them when they left. So yeah, I kind of got to realise pretty quickly that it was a very busy, busy role. So tell me then about the role that you took on at Into and, and really what you learned about the career possibilities that existed within that sector and that, that space. So when I was a property management assistant, it really was um, looking at business rates for the void properties. And then I got involved in service charge and understanding what was involved in that. Then I started looking at the um, leasing side of things in Initially, it was just the admin side, so pulling data out of leases and onto um, loading onto the systems. And that's when I really got interested in in the leases and and what different kind of agreements and covenants that tenants would have. So that's when I got involved in asking questions about, well, who agrees this and how do we come to this and why does one tenant have this as a rent? And yeah, so I got really involved and interested into that side of it. Into sponsored you through attaining your professional qualifications then at UCEM. Tell me a little bit about the course that you took and I guess the value of it to you in terms of shaping your career and then perhaps a little bit about your subsequent journey onto the APC. Yeah so as I did start work at 17 I didn't leave with any other qualifications other than the GCSEs that I had. So with UCEM they offer a foundation degree which is um, a higher education certificate which kind of bridges the gap between college and your first year of university in a usual sense. Um, So that was a foundation degree in general practice surveying which again opened my eyes to what all of the different types of surveying and, and everything, because there was a little bit of building surveying, quantity surveying, as well as general practice. And that was two years. And then the following degree was a degree in real estate management, 
and that was again another two years and that was the years two and years three that a normal three-year university course would so I left there with a um, two one and then after that it was on to the APC which was a further year I did the 24 month route in commercial property surveying so you take your first year and do it alongside your last year of the university course so this the final journey if you like into getting qualified was the just 12 months where you put your case study together and all your submissions together to prepare you to sit for the APC interview so quite a lot going on during that period then. How did you find studying alongside your day job? How did you manage it all in practice? I think there are a lot of points of stressing and you've definitely got to be really self-motivated. The fact that the company was was sponsoring me to go through that and paying for the course, it did put an added sense of pressure which was in, in a good way because you focus a lot more and you, you definitely prepare a lot more for your assignments and your exams. I did also notice that I seemed to be a lot, not more well prepared, but the job that I did helped me understand a lot more than my fellow students who were doing the course, not working for a company that was already in that industry. So there was a lot of evenings spent in the office, uh, especially leading up for preparing for exams. But again, it's also helpful having surveyors around me. I would ask questions and I could get exposure to things that helped me in my studies, get more understanding. And it, it was definitely stressful, but that was kind of eased by the fact that I had a lot of colleagues to lean on and, and work to do. You mentioned then the support that you had around you. And I guess one of my questions is, I mean, how did you find getting the necessary experience that the sort of practical side of things that you needed for your case study, which I guess is a huge component of the APC? Yeah, so I was lucky to be in a in an asset management team um, as a graduate surveyor at that role. That was the name of um, my role at the time, which I had team members that any kind of case study that I was interested in, I was able to approach them and ask if I could do this myself or get involved in this particular project. Unfortunately, we did go into lockdown <laughs> around that time. But I, as I've made these connections with our agents and, and other people, I was still able to communicate quite a lot with them and gather everything I needed. Working in that environment surrounded by surveyors and other asset managers really is very helpful because it led me to be able to get involved with things that I never normally would have been able to get involved in. So yeah. it's quite quite easy to to gather every or and to find the missing things that I needed. For example, I had no exposure with valuations, so I was able to contact someone who was a registered valuer and ask them if I can assist with evaluation they were doing. So yeah, it's definitely those those connections and colleagues that I really leaned on in that time. And did you have to be quite proactive in terms of asking for some of that? You mentioned calling someone up and and trying yeah. to get that valuation experience. Yeah. Absolutely. That that was another negative of lockdown for me was I was about to go um, on secondment to either CBRE or Cushman's to get my experience in valuation because we didn't do it in-house at Into. Um, but unfortunately, that all, all ground to a halt because of COVID and lockdown. It was right at the beginning, so no one was sure where to go and we weren't using Teams a lot. 
Yes, but luckily one of my colleagues who had worked it into had moved into a um, valuation role. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was about me. I, tra- I tracked her down on LinkedIn. And I was like, oh, sorry, I haven't spoken in a while. Can I can <laughs> I use you completely for your value or status? But, but, but I suppose if it wasn't for lockdown, I would have still been given the opportunity to be posted somewhere and get that kind of experience. But I found that you do have to ask for it, especially with those colleagues where it's been 15, 20 years since they've sat their APC. It's not them. They don't know what you're missing and what you need. So, yeah, you definitely have to be proactive if you're doing it through the route that I did. So you'd say then that being proactive and seeking out those mentoring opportunities Mm -hmm. was quite crucial during that period. Yeah, absolutely. But but I also did find that every single person that I spoke to was more than happy to help. And I think that is something about this industry that I have really found, especially doing my APC, that everyone's just offering to even little snippets and things because there are so many different types of surveying roles. Everyone has different experiences that, that they can advise you on or offer help on. So it's crucial. You gained your MRICS certification then and and you moved on to Savile subsequently. Tell me a little bit about your experience there and and how that really propelled you into the role that you're in today. Yeah, so what was interesting for me coming from Into, which they were the landlord and owned, so they were the client side. Then going over to Savile's, who were agency side, it was completely different for me. And it really opened my eyes up in terms of how involved in the RICS they are and how kind of all those things that I'd learned during my studies were more relevant to an agent side, which was really interesting. It helped me kind of develop an overall uh, look at what, especially in asset management, how agent side and client side really work together. Savills is a very, very busy environment. It's kind of buzzing with the office especially. But again, there was loads of surveyors there and loads of graduate surveyors. They have like a rotation rather than what I did. So that was quite interesting getting to see the different types of surveying again and the different types of routes they have into their um, graduates. And so you you subsequently change them from a a sort of retail focus to the logistics space which which you're in today. How easy has it been for you to move sector? Half of me feels like it's quite easy because a lot of what I learned during, especially at UCEM, it's, it's not sector focused. So there was a lot of different things that I had recalled from my studies that I could then bring over. Also, there's a lot of like cross-contamination, if you like. So how you'd conduct a rent review at retail is quite similar, although obviously there are different zoning and things that you would kind of dismiss. But industrial as well is quite, because it is a booming market at the moment, it's really exciting. So it's easy because I'm interested in it. There's a lot that you can take over that from one sector to the other. I think residential is the only one where there are a lot of differences. But it's interesting and it's yeah it's it's great I think it's a good it's good exposure and I was definitely excited to go over to logistics so offices are the only ones that I haven't touched really. (laughs) (laughs) And tell me a little bit about how you feel your skill set is developing now that you're in logistics have you found rather that it's evolving and you're developing new skills? Absolutely. I think um, negotiation is one of those that when you're in retail at the moment, because it isn't isn't doing so well, the difficulties there aren't around 
quickly agreeing a new a new rent or whatever it is. It's more looking at which tenants that we can have and, and what to do with the space. It's quite a difficult market to be in at the moment, whereas in logistics and industrial, it is really about developing your negotiation skills and just thinking outside the box. I think I've learned a lot about that since moving over, but that's because we have the ability to kind of almost pick and choose our tenants. And we've also got a lot of rental growth. So we've got a lot more money to be able to help our tenants in different ways. And as well as development and things like that, my skill sets are growing because of that, having the ability to make those decisions and look at um, development, refurbishments, sustainability as well. So my knowledge on that is growing. So yeah, changing sectors has definitely helped helped my skill set grow. And so when you look back now, uh, when you first left school and you were looking at career possibilities, how, how is your awareness of the real estate industry compared to what you know now? And, and where, I guess, can the industry help in terms of really raising its profile in the future? Mm, I think, to be honest, looking back now, I knew nothing about the real estate industry other than real estate agents um, in on the high street, for example. And if you'd have asked me what a surveyor was, I probably would have just thought hard hat, high vis, building surveyor, quantity surveyor. But even then, I wouldn't have been able to tell you what exactly they did. I think the industry as a whole could do with educating young people at that stage in secondary school or, you know, we never had um, surveyors come in and talk to us or or any kind of real estate people. So I think it's definitely now I'm aware of all the different types of surveying. It's really exciting, especially when I was looking to sign up and do my real estate degree from the beginning. You kind of realise that surveyors are almost in every single sector and every single type of company. So you've got um, surveyors in working for local councils, on the underground, in the NHS. So there's options everywhere. And I didn't realise that when I was in, in school, definitely. You mentioned some of the different sectors and the different influences you have in those sectors. When you sort of reflect back on your time in the industry, I mean, what are your observations about how things have changed and how things are evolving? I just think obviously along with with every other kind of sector and industry it's all it's all going online there's a lot more more to do online there's a lot more even storage down to when i was at into and all the leases were stored in archive rooms and now it's all online it's definitely moving a lot quicker when i first started at into the lease discussions would take years maybe or months and and we'd have notifications to say you know there's a rent review due in at the end of next year let's start talking about it now whereas it's moving a lot quicker I've, I've found and, and tenants especially even in both sectors want short-term leases but that's just because I think the world is moving so quickly now and things are evolving so quickly like with the internet and, and everything is yeah and I suppose as well sustainability is a massive one that has been drawn to the forefront of everyone's everyone's minds in retail and in in logistics we're recording this on International Women's Day. It'd be useful just, just to touch on that. What are your thoughts and observations, really, in terms of women in the real estate sector and, and just the equality of opportunity that exists? I definitely think there is a huge 
opportunity for for women in this industry and as with the rest of the world it's moving to the way where everyone sees that everyone should be given an opportunity and the more equal a team is that the better they do and the more they thrive because of the difference of ideas and everything I think in terms of surveying in general when I first started into there were more female surveyors than there were male surveyors and I didn't realize that that wasn't a common thing until I did leave into but I I think this goes back to the educational thing I think it's down to us as an industry to to introduce this role into girls and and young men as well and just kind of make sure they're aware that it is out there um i have noticed more in the logistics side that it it's less diverse but i have female agents and male agents and there's definitely more females coming into this side of the industry which is great to see for anyone thinking of entering into the industry today What advice do you have for them? I think just grab whatever opportunity you can. I mean, for me, starting as a property management assistant, I never would have dreamed that this is where I'd ended up. And it it was pretty quick that I realised that I wanted to become a surveyor just after starting at an assistant level, which I think is great. But it's more just wherever, whatever industry you start at or whatever level you can start at, there's, there's opportunities everywhere. And I just think keep, keep your eye open for everything and definitely make connections in the right places. Keep your, keep your eyes and ears open for what, what's out there, really. All right. Well, on that upbeat note, thank you so much, Kerry, for joining us today. It's been really interesting talking to you and hearing a little bit about how your career has progressed over the years. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That was Bricks and Mortar from EG with Sarah Jackman. For more on developing a career in real estate, see the archive of the Bricks and Mortar series at podbean.com and the EGI archive at egi.co.uk.